Hi everyone and welcome to Daily Devotions with South Canyon Lutheran Church. I am Pastor Eric and I thank you for joining me today. Uh, yesterday I introduced the week and so if you didn't get to watch that one I would certainly invite you to do so just to get you caught up and we're talking about the true self and the false self. Uh, the true self being who God created us to be and the false self uh, being um, that persona that we create in response or reaction to things like trauma, hurt, pain, um, but also cultural expectations and uh, peer pressure. Um, the false self is the person, the self that we create um, to, in order to be accepted by those around us. And it's not quite who we are um, as God made us, but we know that it's safe. And we know that we'll be accepted if we act and behave uh, in certain ways. And the question that I posed uh, yesterday and that we'll be looking at this week is, all right, that's great, um, but if we can get these two identities, the true self and the false self, so confused that maybe we don't even know which one is which, how do we go about uh, becoming our true selves as God created us uh, to be? And uh, I'm going to try and this week get at some actually pretty practical things that we might pay attention to um, to help us at least begin exploring and leaning into our true selves. Uh, and yesterday I shared a text from John chapter 12, um, and there are others throughout all of the gospel where Jesus talks about the necessity of the false self dying of losing our life in order to find it. Um, and so some of the process, a necessary part of the process of finding our true self is actually losing or letting the false self die. And one of the ways I want to think about that today is the difference between reacting and responding. Um, when I think about reacting, uh, the most like explicit example that I can come up with uh, is thinking about social media um, today and we literally have reactions where you can click on a button uh, and you like it or you offer a smiley face or uh, it's been expanded now and so like on Facebook you can offer an angry looking emoji um, and there's a variety of others that I don't even all recall but their reactions in the purest sense um, of immediate responses Really, all you have to do is click that button um, and you can sort of give it, uh, give your response. And the nature of reaction, as I'm talking about it, is that there's very little, if no, thoughtfulness that goes into it. Um, and part of that lack of thoughtfulness, that immediate reaction, is that reactions really aren't substantive, um, they're not particularly meaningful to um, move into a in-person type of example. I'm, of course, a preacher as a pastor um, and uh, get all sorts of different types of feedback when you give a sermon. That's certainly what I get the most feedback on. And I'll just confess to you that if someone says, comes up to me after a sermon and says, nice sermon, pastor, and, and leaves it at that, that doesn't actually give me much to go off of. It's not much better than the, the emoji where um, I know all right, it's a generally positive reaction, and I guess that's good, but it doesn't actually tell me much of anything um, about my goal, which ultimately in preaching is to 
give a message that doesn't just make people feel good, but that invites them into um, a more meaningful relationship with God themselves and their neighbor. Um, and that doesn't necessarily actually result in a feeling good smiley emoji um, or, such, or such. So really what is more meaningful in the way of uh, a response to something like a sermon is when someone comes up to me, you know, and says, you know what, uh, pastor, that really made me think about this. At which point I know that in some way, shape or form, you know, I got their attention and I got them to think a little more deeply. And what I like to hear and hope when I get something like that is that they're going to take that with them and they're going to keep thinking about it. And so even better in the way of response is actually when several days later, or maybe even a, the following week, whenever it may be, someone will reach out to me uh, and say, hey, pastor, maybe it's in an email, maybe they'll grab me uh, somewhere along the same, you know, I've really been thinking about what you said. And then they're able to articulate some way that they were able to take what I was saying and had to be saying to a general audience and express how they were able to apply it to their own life. Now, if we try and compare that to the emoji reaction where I just have to click a button like that and there's almost zero thought involved in it, um, to taking several days to think about it and figure out how that applies to my life. Those are very different responses. And what I want to suggest is that that's the difference between reacting in some way that really doesn't require much thought and thus doesn't have a whole lot of meaning to it and responding by way of intentionally digging in to something, exploring it and understanding how it applies to your life. And I think that that um, begins to get at the difference between the true self and the false self. The false self is always going to react. Um, it's incredibly sensitive to what's going on around it, to changes in the world, because the false self is built around others and the way that it is perceived. Um, and so things that either encourage that perception you know, draw a positive reaction, smiley emoji. Um, things that, that threaten it or question it or maybe shake it a little bit um, may solicit an immediately negative um, response. And the reality is very few things in this world fall neatly into categories of entirely good or entirely bad, which is what you can get in a reaction everything is more complicated than that and requires um, a bit of a deeper response to explore why was my initial reaction good or bad and what was maybe what maybe was i missing in that initial reaction that's when we move into exploring some of those deeper aspects of who we are when we start to get at the true self in very concrete ways, figuring out what was reacting in that moment. What did I fail to recognize in the moment? What were other people thinking who were responding differently than I was? And we start moving into this place where there's a little bit of uncertainty. The false self that likes everything to be clear and affirming uh, without any sort of doubt or uncertainty at all 
you know, gets a little more uncomfortable, but it actually gets us at that place closer to the true self where maybe things aren't as clear and easy as the false self likes. But the true self knows that the world is confusing, that we are not perfect, that we don't always know what's going on. And the same applies to everyone else. That the world isn't neatly divided into right and wrong, good and evil. The world is tainted by sin, and that makes everything a lot more convoluted and confusing. And so living as the true self in any given moment, in response to any particular situation, brings us into that confusion and uncertainty and allows us to sit and be in that place and to live um, with that um, confusing and that confusion and uncertainty and we're able to do that and that moves us closer to God because we can live in the uncertainty because our identity isn't rooted in those things going on around us that we may initially react to. Our identity is rooted in and secure in Christ and that identity that true self is not so easily shaken by what's going on around us. And so my invitation as a practical way of living into your true self is to take a moment to not react, to step back when you find yourself in the midst of things. If I notice that there aren't any likes or emoji reactions to this devotion, I'll really know that you paid attention and listened to the end. But to take a breath, because ultimately that initial reaction isn't worth much anyways. And with a little space and reflection, to really respond from a place of, this is how this affected to me. This is how it challenged me. This is the questions that it raised about who I am and how I should live in the world. Now we're beginning to get at the true self. So I invite you today and in the days to come and forever, I suppose, to take a moment to not simply react to what's going on around us. We'll certainly feel those reactions. If you ever manage to completely detach yourself from reactions, by all means, let me know how you did that because uh, um, I, I certainly don't expect to ever figure that out. Um, so you'll feel the reaction, but not acting upon those reactions to allow some time to, pa to pass so that we can engage more deeply from a place of true self and faith in God as opposed to simply reacting as the false self that is a little quicker to anger or quick to joy, but fails maybe to acknowledge the ambiguity and the uncertainty and the difference and disagreement in any given moment. So reaction versus response is one way that I invite you today to think about the false self versus the true self and how maybe in a very practical way we can begin to start living into our truer self. Let's pray. Gracious God, you have created us as complex human beings, saints and sinners. We know our own uncertainty, insecurity, and confusion. We also know our own possibility, what you have made us capable of doing. 
you've created the world in such a way that uh, allowing sin to, to grow in it, there's all sorts of confusion and ambiguity and things are rarely as clear as we would like them to be. But we trust, Lord, that in both our own uncertainty and confusion and that of the world, by your grace, we can live in those spaces. We can be okay with the uncertainty of ourselves and the world around us because our identity is not rooted in our ability to be correct, perfect, or right. It's not rooted in our capacity to know right or wrong in the world and always align ourselves correctly. It is rooted in the grace that we have in you through Jesus Christ, your Son. Give us the faith to embrace that grace and the true self that you have created us to be and allowed us to be through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. I hope that you will be uh, back for demo, devo, eh, devotions um, tomorrow where we're going to be talking a little bit about the difference between doing and being and how those relate to the true and the false self. So I will see you tomorrow.